0: to This Grit and Grace Life, a podcast for strong women and those who want to be. From the boardroom to the bedroom, car lines to college, single, married, or single again, real talk for women embracing this grit and grace life. Let's get into it. Okay, Dara, I have a confession, which you will not be surprised by. Okay, what is that, Julie? So whenever we sit down to podcast, and maybe this will go away, but it's still fun and exciting. I usually take a selfie with our, you know, podcasting equipment. I know it's weird, but what happens in your office is your creepy little statue over there in the corner always ends up in my photo and he's like photo bombing me. He's creepy.
1: He is not, Julie. That is Albert. Like in Albert Einstein. I know he's only four foot tall. Wait, that's Albert Einstein? That, that is statue? Albert Einstein. Absolutely. Why and have you never told me that? It feels less creepy if it's Albert Einstein. Exactly. And why I would have a four foot tall Albert Einstein in my office, I can't explain, but I just love him to death.
0: Okay, well, maybe maybe I'm actually going to just roll over when we're done here. Roll my chair over and, like, take a legit selfie with Albert now that I know who he is. I think he should. Anyway,
1: welcome to This Grit and Grace Life Podcast. I'm Julie Graham, obsessive selfie taker. And I'm Darlene Brock, and I have never taken a selfie, ever. No. Ever. I've never taken one or never posted Neither. one. Neither. If you haven't taken one, how could you post it, Julie Graham? Well, I mean, let's be real. I have taken... A lot of selfies, but I'm not posted. <laughs> okay. uh, I think it's very possible. You're just being silly yeah, right now. No, haven't done it.
0: Don't mm. even plan on it. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to bring this side of you out. No. No, yeah. I, no I'm probably no. not going to. Yeah. Well, today on the podcast, we are going to be unpacking something that's super important to us. In fact, our byline for this podcast is about a woman's strength. So this grit and grace life podcast is a podcast for strong women and those who want to be. We wanted to really unpack today what we think a strong woman truly is. And so because we are this grit and grace life yes, um, hosted by the grit and grace project, something tells me that
1: grit and grace are part of that you think? Oh, absolutely, (laughs) Julie, they are. Um, And you know, we have our definition of it, what we believe they are. So we're going to, we're going to tell you again, if you haven't heard it yet, you are now and probably will another time or two. But grit determines that life challenges will not defeat or define you. Doesn't matter what it is. It's not going to defeat you. It's not going to define you. And grace gives kindness to ourselves and others, even when it's hard. Maybe especially when it's hard. Maybe we should have that. (laughs) And I
0: think even um, just, I just love the way that we've kind of defined that, putting ourselves in there first, because that's so counter, especially the way women as nurturers think. We think it always has to be about somebody else. But the strength of a woman is that she can give grace to herself, which really allows her to give grace to others.
1: It does. It's kind of almost the beginning
0: of our strength some days. If we're saying that we are out to redefine a woman's strength in her grit and grace, we can't just say those phrases. We have to really kind of, you know, put some meat behind it. We have to draw it out. We have to give um, some context of what that actually looks like in a woman that we would say is strong. So what what are some things that we think make a strong woman?
1: I think the top line, and this has to do with grace, for yourself is knowing you can't do it all. Julie, you can't do it all. Just in case you wonder. I keep trying and I keep relearning that I literally cannot do it all. No, you can't. And you have to decide what is important. Uh, what, where am I in life? You know, am I, am I single and have a career? Am I married? Am I a single mom mm-hmm. and I have a full plate there? Am I, have I just gone through a divorce and I may not be emotionally ready? I, it, wherever you are in life, you decide what you can and can't do and recognize you cannot do it all. hmm so there's a, there's the ability in, in a woman of strength to prioritize, to,
0: um, to choose what she's going to give herself to, um, and, and make some hard choices in order to say yes to the things that truly matter.
1: Yeah. And I don't think you do that once. I think you do it. It changes a lot. It does change. It's like every new season. Yeah. I know that one of the things,
0: um, when you and I first met and started talking about the concepts of grit and grace and w- w- things that are unique to women is that we have so many different life seasons. We do. So part of being a strong woman is actually giving yourself some grace to say, hey, I might start a new season every year and I have to be okay with that and I can reestablish my you know, priorities and then re-give myself to the things that I've decided today are what matters. Right. All right, so uh, what's another mark of a strong woman? I, I feel like this um, this almost speaks for itself, but we could try to unpack it a little bit more. Okay. A strong woman doesn't play games. Whoa. She says what she means. She does?
1: Yeah. I
0: mean, she should. <laughs> <laughs> she should.
1: Yeah, but it's true. I mean, we we're... Oh, how can I say this? We're really good at game playing should we allow ourselves. We're really good at not expressing exactly what we mean, but nuanced saying kind of what we might mean and can expect to understand. Can we just call it what understand? it is? Manipulation. I okay. mean,
0: it's one of our talents, but that doesn't mean we should use it.
1: Okay. But all right. I always argue this one too is, is manipulation when you're trying to get your children to do something, you know, they need to do. That's persuasion. Okay. Good word. All right. (laughs) All right. So we're (laughs) saying there's a difference between these. There's a difference between um, doing it to a positive end or doing it just because you want to control the circumstances. Yeah. I mean, I
0: think it's manipulation when it's, making someone do something that benefits you it's persuasion when you're helping someone realize something that will be good for them. Yeah. So there's honesty in this. There is honesty in your approach to life. So a strong woman also, she speaks her mind, but she's kind with her words and she's also careful with her words. Ooh, I'm definitely, uh, (laughs) open to some growth in this area. Yeah. Can she limit what she says?
1: Yeah. It's funny because You know, we we say, oh, we're going to speak our mind, and sometimes I want to go. You know, it just needs to stay there. (laughs) Please, honey, just leave it there. Your mind can just enjoy it. The rest of us don't need to share the (laughs) share the process. Do you think that about me all the time? No, admit it. (laughs) No, but you you know you are a, a verbal person, Julie. So true. You are, and that's a gift. It is a gift. But we do have to learn how, when we speak our minds, that we do it kindly and we do it with compassion. And we know when not to. We know when to keep it to ourselves. Yeah, that's a, I mean, that's a significant difference because every woman can speak. But
0: can she speak kindly, respectfully, with compassion? um, And does she know when not to? And, And here's one that you also put here, and I think this is really key to a grit and grace woman, is she knows how to say the hard things with grace.
1: Yes. And when we say be careful speaking your mind, that does not mean you don't need to approach difficult scenarios, especially with people in your life that you love, that you have a vested interest in, that you, you know, you have a relationship with and you know that they are Uh, in need of some perspective that you might be able to offer, but you do it in such a way that you do it with grace and compassion and belief that they're either better than where they're going or they're more valuable than they're allowing themselves to be, that you do it in such a way that it can actually be heard. I'm literally, I just wrote down, as you were saying that, you're reminding me of an
0: article that you probably won't remember that you wrote. Yeah, because uh, I forget <laughs> them you, all. You do write them, you give us your words, and then you move on to the next topic. It's actually pretty amazing. Um, but you actually wrote an article for the Grit and Grace Project about how to how and when to have those hard conversations. And so it's like we a, a strong woman of grit and grace isn't going to avoid those conversations, but she's going to be careful and respectful and um, apply that grit to have the conversation that
1: needs to happen and season it with grace. Yeah. And you need need to know when to stop, Mm -hmm. when your relationship is going to be jeopardized and it's much more important than the words you want to share. So speaking your mind, doing it with grace, knowing when to shut up and knowing when to say the hard things well. And
0: these are all things that are learned over time. We don't wake up knowing them, right?
1: Oh, are you like kidding? grow up knowing them instantly. No, you don't. And you might process. walk away from a conversation going, uh, that one I should have kept my mouth shut yep, on. you just believe. mess that one up. Yep. All right, a strong woman can be trusted. Let's talk that one out. Ah, worthy of trust. Um, how many times have we been betrayed by someone we thought we could trust and we confided in them something that was really important to us or hurtful. And then all of a sudden, kind of came back to bite us. Mm -hmm. I, I, as a woman aspiring to be strong, I don't want to be that person. Mm -hmm. I want to be the one where if you tell me something... You know that's the end of the conversation that it's it it'll be held in my heart and in my prayers, no matter what it is, yeah so she, there's there's no hidden agenda she's not trying to get information from
0: from you to then use against you or use for her own benefit, but she's also willing to
1: keep secrets there's a there's a confidant in this type of woman, yeah, and if you're a strong woman, you know how to avoid the ones who aren't like that <laughs> <laughs> yep,
0: absolutely, yep. Well, there's also, um, the element of a strong woman having, um, a marked humility about her, um, that, that it can, you can think of humility as being weak at times, but there's actually, um, you know, a a real true strength to being humble.
1: Yeah, and I think it's not packaged in a way that you think. You know, Julie Graham, you walk in a room, and you walk in a room with your six-inch heels, whether <laughs> they're wedges or whatever <laughs> they are, and everyone knows you're there because you are you are a commanding personality. But I also know your humility. I also know your heart. So I think sometimes we look at other women who look like they have it all together and think they think highly of themselves when actually their hearts are very humble. And it's learning how to be that person and to, um, yeah, present it, but not in a. I'm I'm humble, so I'm beat up, so I am, you know, yeah. I am kind of sorry when I walk in the room. Yeah, there's the, that's
0: there's definitely an idea that in order to be humble, I have to almost put myself down. And there's, it's that somewhere in the middle where I recognize that I'm, you know, I'm unique and I'm talented and I'm gifted and God loves me and made me. And so I have purpose and I have value, but I'm learning and finding the balance and keeping that value where it belongs so that it can serve and bless others. Yeah. And it doesn't
1: take very long for us to be humbled ourselves if we think too highly of ourselves. Oh my goodness. Yes. And I actually want to say, because you made it sound like I'm humble. So
0: you're sweet in saying that. And I know that this is actually something in this season that I'm wanting to keep tabs on. So I appreciate you saying that, but it's not something that you uh, check on once. (laughs) No. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. It's like, I yeah. got to check that one daily, you sure. know, and, and, and there are going to be seasons of your life, you know, you become a brand new mom and you're like, oh geez, I know nothing yeah, Talk about it, humbling. Exactly. You get, you, it pretty quickly takes you back to where you began. You know, like you, you get a new job and you're so proud of yourself that you nailed that job interview and then you show up for work the first day or week and you realize, wow, I literally know nothing about this role that 10 days ago I was so confident and excited to start. You know, it's like it's becoming humble in such a way that you it's OK to start over
1: in that humility process on the regular. It is. And I want to I think I want to throw in the counterside of this is um, a strong woman also believes in herself. You don't have to think. Well, if I'm a strong, gracious, kind woman, then what I am is, well, everybody else is this, everybody else. You know, you believe in yourself, too. You believe that you are of value, like you said. Yeah, I mean, there's a confidence. There's, you know, beauty that comes from confidence. So the next one, this is a good one. We know we need other women, but we're capable of being friends with other women and not um, comparing ourselves to them.
0: Yeah. I just like to say, see episode two, um, that we actually literally unpacked the struggle with comparison, but yeah, there's this, this, you've seen kind of culturally the idea of I'm a strong woman and I'm, you know, I'm kind of my own thing and I don't, I can't do relationship with other women. I don't have time for that or whatever. And it's like, no, the strong woman is actually able to have relationship with other women. There's not that, you know, struggle for power and, you know, comparison getting in the way. Yeah, and not cutting the other women down, just to build yourself up. Mm -hmm. This one makes me think of one of our articles, um, Sheena Jeffers did... how and why you need to support other women. I'll be sure to link to that in the show notes Um, because it is easy to become the kind of woman who's just like, you know what, because women can be catty and we can be dramatic that there's, you know, a temptation to say, I just, I don't have time for that. I'll just, you know, be, I'll avoid those types of relationships, but they really do make you stronger. They do. Yeah, we are strong. Women are strong in numbers, too. Oh, yes. Good point. Squad goals. Um, What's... Oh, so she she doesn't cut others down. She's able to be friends with other women, but... She has respect
1: for herself. I'd love for you to unpack this a little bit more because I think this is something you're passionate about. I am passionate about it because I've seen so many women allow circumstances or people into their lives because they don't respect themselves enough. They put aside principles they had or they put aside um, values that they placed upon themselves because of often a relationship and often a relationship with a man that she may be making compromises that she never would have made on pursuing what she feels her purpose is or compromising standards and morals in a relationship because of this person that's entered her life. We need to respect ourselves. We need to hold on to the principles and values that we started with.
0: We also said that, um, she gives herself to a relationship. So, so we're kind of you're talking about relationships here. And so we'll just kind of continue that thought. And in respecting yourself, it's giving yourself fully to another person, but also expecting the same from that person. Isn't that a funny thing, Julie? It's it's hard. It is hard. Because we as women tend to be a little bit more relationally driven, um, maybe a little bit more nurturing. And so it's easy for us to be giving,
1: giving, giving. And maybe we forget that there should be giving from the other direction as well. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be equity on every day because some days it will require you to give a little bit more. And sometimes it will require them to give a little bit more. But if you are in a relationship with a person where you're the only one doing the giving, you have lost respect for yourself and you have allowed them to take you from being a companion to more of a victim in their, in the relationship. So don't go there girls. Boom. Boom. I feel like we could end right there, but there's still so much more to say.
0: (laughs) All right. So, okay. So we've said some kind of hallmarks of what a woman of strength looks like. um, But how how have we seen this in the lives of maybe women that you know of?
1: Let me just, let me put an example to it. My father-in-law loved dearly. His mother at 80 years of age, he asked me to go to her home where we were visiting her in Florida at the time. And take pictures of her hands. Hmm. Now again, she's 80 years old. So I tell Minnie Mom, that's what we all call oh her. Oh gosh, how cute. Minnie Mom, because she raised some of the grandchildren. So her name was Minnie. She was mom, so we all end up calling her Minnie Mom. But Minnie Mom, I said, Minnie Mom, uh, Clarence wants me to take pictures of your hands. And she looked at me just like, Are you out of your mind? <laughs> and said, What does he want with these nasty things? Aww. And, you know, they were 80-year-old hands. Mm-hmm. That's kind of happens. But I said, Minnie Mom, for him, they are the hands that took care of him, the hands that planted the garden to raise the crops. They were the hands that felt his fever on his forehead. They were the hands that tucked him in at night. They were the hands that raised a family of eight when there was no money. They were the hands that worked from morning till night. And for him, they were hands of a woman of strength, a woman that he would always his entire life admire, and he wanted pictures of her hands. So she conceded, and I took a whole photo frame of uh, pictures of her hands and and framed them for him, and that was one of his most treasured possessions. But that was not because they were her hands, it was because of who she was and what those hands represented.
0: Okay, I'm not going to lie, I was almost crying... As you were sharing that, first of all, was it a Publix
1: commercial? Because it should be. You should should be be contacting Publix and pitching that as their next commercial line. Minnie Mom was an amazing woman, Julie. But what was astounding is that she was optimistic about life when so many things told her she shouldn't be.
0: There's definitely um, grit and grace. And as you may or may not know, I am I'm literally living this right now. Uh, my life is living proof that you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Your life, like mine, can change in an instant. And so we've got to be women um, of strength who are walking minute by minute. I, I think before my husband died unexpectedly. I probably would have said day by day, but I'm telling you right now it is minute by minute, hour by hour, one step forward, relying on grit and grace. And most importantly, my relationship with God and my relationships with other people to find that I, the strength that I need moment by moment.
1: Yeah. And I think a strong woman does that. She clings to hope, even when times seem hopeless. And sometimes you can walk away and go, okay, I feel like I just want to crawl under my bed. Mm-hmm. Um, but And sometimes you do, and that's okay. And that's okay. <laughs> With a gallon yeah, of ice cream. I knew you were and, say yeah. the ice cream, which is why I love you. I know. <laughs> With chocolate chip cookie dough. And okay, never mind. <laughs> um, but yeah, we still cling to the hope, even when we feel hopeless, because we know we're not going to always feel that way. We are going to find hope and optimism again. And then we're going to go forward. You know, I love to
0: bring a Bible reference in when possible, um, but Proverbs 31, you may or may not be familiar with um, that passage in the Bible that talks about basically a strong woman. Yep. Um, but the Bible actually says a, a strong woman laughs um, without fear of the future. And so I think that even this concept of a strong woman being able to bring laughter into um her life and the lives of others. I mean, there's nothing better than a good laugh, right? There isn't. I mean, it can literally like <sighs> cleanse yeah. your soul for yeah. a minute, like
1: to separate from the stress or, you know, the worry of what you might be experiencing yeah. to and be able to, to do that, to find, there are funny things in every ridiculous circumstance you find yourself in. Absolutely. So And a strong woman doesn't miss those. No, you bet not. Hmm.
0: So where is our strength coming from?
1: Ah, you know, we, we, uh, we're going back to the selfie world part, aren't we? You know, we have, we're in a world of selfies, but it doesn't come from popularity or notoriety or number of people who click likes platforms or whatever. Yeah. No, it doesn't. It actually comes from the impact you make on the lives around you. Yeah. Regardless of the number, right? Yeah.
0: So it's like, you can be impacting one, two, three people in your house, your neighborhood, you know, your community or you may be somebody who has a larger scale impact
1: is there is there depth and not just breadth yes i like that and in the process of trying to make an impact we don't say yes but look at what they did we don't compare ourselves to others we don't we don't expect us to do it perfectly and we don't say well okay i did this but you did this that is such a trap
0: it is such a trap Yeah, the strong woman, it can protect herself from falling into that trap all the
1: time. Yeah. How does a woman of strength um, face life challenges? We have to go through them, Julie. I know we talk about that several places on the website. Um, we're as much as we would like to avoid life challenges. It's just not possible. It's not. So what we do is we forge ahead. We walk through them, and that's how we gain strength, is by getting to the other side and go, look at what I just did, look at what I just faced, and here I am. I've still. heard you say uh, that we walk through life challenges, not around them. Yeah, well, such a good
0: you good can't concept. avoid them.
1: So barrel on through.
0: You're. Um, you also. I don't know if you remember this article that you wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, it is sad. I don't, but okay. it feels like I'm trying to fangirl you right now. And I <laughs> promise that I'm not like we're so past that. Um, but you wrote one that I'll definitely link to. Um, and it's called true beauty is in a woman's strength. And you really do talk about, um, the value and the purpose and the strength that comes from walking through and not around our challenges. Um, so many, it just, I can look at my own life and so many of the difficult, downright ugly things that I've been through are the things that have brought me. Um, you know, to the other side of them, ready to face the next challenge a little bit stronger. And so I have to be willing to go go through those things and to be looking for how it's strengthening me in the process instead of my head down, disappointed, you know, anxious, depressed. I mean, of course you're going to experience those things throughout life, but
1: to not to be given over to those things, to remain hopeful um, in the midst. And if you're in the middle of one of those ladies, we're not saying today you're going to be strong. We're not saying that it's going to be an easy road you're getting through. We're saying we believe you can. In fact, we know you can. And we also know that when it's over, um, you're going to be a richer, stronger, more valiant woman. Man, that'll preach right there.
0: All right. So here's the uh, next point that I want to make sure we get across. And I know you'll agree with, um, a strong woman, uh, we're talking right here. Like, you know, where does our strength come from? And I want to be careful that we're not presenting this idea that my strength comes from myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no, I mean, it, it is, it is grown and developed through my life circumstances and through the things that I walk through. And yet a strong woman is able to seek outside counsel. Oh yes, She has other women and men in her life that she knows that she needs to find that people that she can respect and look to and trust to be able to help guide her.
1: Yeah, and, and in addition to that, sometimes we need counseling, counseling, no, yes. where, you know, thank you, Dr. Zoe, for yes. reminding us of that, that. I want to you know, say episode four. Is that right? Oh, Boy, I, we're full I of, should check, but yeah, yes. I'm glad you're that the late, called, girl. That one's called, is it time? Yes. <laughs> Since I write the show notes.
0: Yeah. I think it's number four. Is it time for counseling? Um, is it time for therapy? A counselor helps you decide. Yes. No shame in my counseling game. How yeah. many counseling appointments am I going to, even in this season? <laughs> I've lost track.
1: <laughs> and it's a good thing because it helps you sort. Sort out where you are and where you want to go. So don't run from it. Seek counsel. Don't think you got to do it on your own. And also, even conversely on that side, don't also think that when you
0: are asked by a friend to give counsel, to give advice, remember, strong woman, that you are not someone else's savior. (laughs) Like you will not be the one to fix someone else. You may be a part of her journey, a part of her story. You may be able to to point her to the one who ultimately will be um, her savior. Yet we, we don't play that ultimate role. We're a part of what, um, may be happening in somebody's life in this season.
1: Yeah. And we do still always have to go back to our faith that we think that there is, we can't be another savior. We believe there is one. Absolutely. And there's something I saw the other day that I really loved, Julie. I don't know if you have seen this or not, but, uh, if I can't be the wire to hold you, I will be the net to catch you when you fall.
0: Ooh, that sounds like something we need to put on our social media. How could you not have told me that quote before? Sorry. Love it. Um, Well, kind of wrapping up this segment, um, I think maybe this is your words. I don't know. I asked you and you said you think you wrote it. Um, The strong woman is beautiful because she possesses an inner peace and confidence that creates outer beauty no matter what the age, shape, or size. And
1: isn't that the kind of beauty we want? It is the kind of beauty. And we believe it can be found in every woman. Um, While we're talking quotes, we forgot to mention this one um,
0: that... I've seen before and I think um just obviously looking and noticing quotes about grace because of being the grit and grace project um but I think this this really comes through the lens of what does a tr- a truly strong woman look like grace that cannot be seen like light and tasted like salt is not grace and that's J.C. Ryle. And so it's the way we carry ourselves, the way we interact with others, the way we grow through seasons of challenge and difficulty um, that shows the grit and the
1: grace that we have. We believe it's the character and nature of who we are, who we can be, who we will be, and the impact of the world around us. That's what makes it strong.
0: Yeah, and I think that even just kind of you know bringing this conversation to a close, I hope that you're not hearing this episode and thinking, Well, I don't think that describes me today. And so I just, I'm just not a strong woman. This podcast is for a strong woman and those who want to be. And so, um, we are fully, um, you know, recognizing that we as strong women will always be developing. And, and how do we do that? It's by committing regularly to investing in ourselves. I think there's, um, you've got to give yourself the grace to say, I have these areas where I need to grow and develop. And so I'm, I need to invest in myself. The, the self-care is important. Um, you know, c- continuing to grow and to um, look for ways to develop in these different areas. I mean,
1: you're not going to just get there overnight, right? No, you're not. And don't expect yourself to. And it, it will come in layers. It will come in seasons and it will develop over time. Absolutely.
0: Well, I hope you found these ideas of what a strong woman, um, looks like. I I hope that they've been encouraging to you that you, um, aren't overwhelmed with uh, the thought that I'm not there yet because, Hey, I'm not there yet. Dar, are you there yet?
1: Uh, No, Uh -uh. I always say I'll be
0: perfect and I'll know everything when I'm dead. (laughs) Well, there you go. So we're on this journey to becoming strong women of grit and grace together. We love to end our episodes with a quote. And so I think since you
1: found this one, Dar, you should leave us with Miss Ruby D's words. Mm, Do not love this lady. I mean, I do love this lady. The kind of beauty I want is the hard to get kind. The one that comes from within strength, courage, and dignity. Thanks for listening to another episode
0: of this Grit and Grace Life podcast brought to you by The Grit and Grace Project. Take a few minutes and head over to iTunes to rate and review the show so more people can find us and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an upcoming episode. If you can think of a friend who could benefit from this episode or the show in general, please be sure to share us with her. And for all the details on today's episode, find the show notes by heading to thegritandgraceproject.org. You can follow us on social so you miss nothing that we're sharing throughout the week on all things living a grit and grace life. We'll catch you on the next one.